it's it's pretty wild that um whoever did marketing for fucking brute force i don't know if this came from them or not but the fact that they were able to effectively use the phrase is this the halo killer for an xbox exclusive talking about another xbox exclusive like that's pretty savvy that always yeah, that's that struck me as like what do you mean the halo killer y'all have halo why do you want to kill Halo? <laughs> right. This isn't like this isn't like the PS2 where there literally was like two good shooters on the platform. This <laughs> is Xbox. Yeah, there's there was a lot of good shooters and Halo, which was the one at the top. It's so weird. Very strange. I love thinking about games like that. Like that's my favorite type of thing to be reminded of is games like Brute Force that I haven't thought about in a really long time. I wish if I could just get it. If there's just a Twitter feed. That was just a bot that generated games that sold more than 10,000 copies, but less than 500,000 copies from the years 2001 to 2009. That would make me so happy. Like, I want that to mm-hmm. exist. Someone could probably make that. The other the other day, my girlfriend called me fucking Zapper, the cricket with a toot or whatever. His, what was his name? Zapper? The, Is he the Buck Bumble? No, I'm never... No. <laughs> Are you thinking of Vex? Zapper Cricket. Zapper One Wicked Cricket. (laughs) And it was a fucking mascot platformer. Oh. Were you thinking of Malice? No, I was thinking of Zapper One Wicked Cricket. And I was just like, I fucking forgot that that existed. And I'm happy. Were you thinking of Iggy and his Wrecking Ball? This is pretty good, though, Matt. Like, if anyone could generate these, it should be you. Vex. Stop it. I'm looking Get out at, of Wikipedia. I'm looking at Vex. Matt, what was, Vex what was, dog. When was the last time you... Look at his fucking claws. He's like a proto-shadow the head. I was about to send you the cover art of Vex. God, look at Vex. Vex looks like shit. Look at his sneeze. All of these games look like shit. But Vex... Vex is just not even a... Vex looks like shit. <laughs> I hate his appearance. Is this really... Oh, somebody made <laughs> somebody made Vex in Spore. <laughs> <laughs> That's our album art. Oh fuck yeah! Why did you make Vex in Spore? Pop rulers. Let's just do our our. I have, uh, you know what's weird? I don't think about the name Pod Burglars anymore. Like, I forget sometimes that that's the name of the show and that, like, the origin of it and everything. You know what? Yeah. In case you've never seen it, go to twitter.com slash podburglars because I've done that several times. Oh, yeah. I should, you know, I was like really, I did that in the middle of E3. I registered the name, uh, like, Game Burglars and Pod Burglars on Twitter. And then, like, swapped which one, because one of them we weren't even using or didn't have or something. And it was a bad idea because, like, we should really just, I think, Ben, I've been meaning to have this conversation with you for a while. We should abandon, we should abandon the Game Burglars brand and just be Pod Burglars only. Yeah. The word Game Burglars does not need to exist anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember? It's a beautiful dream from a time when we thought we were going to become YouTube millionaires. Yeah. Oh, well. That name is really good. It was one of those moments, Ben. I remember where we were. We were sitting in that fucking that crappy apartment yeah. at SFSU, yeah. uh, trying real hard to come up with a name because we <laughs> couldn't use the original name we thought of, which is like some sort of height joke. 
Oh. 695? Yeah. Every once in a while, I, like, yeah. I still talk to Corey Schmitz, who we fucking <laughs> tried to hire to design our YouTube <laughs> channel logo. That's right. Boy, that is, uh... That, it's like, I guess it would be like having Picasso... <laughs> Make your YouTube channel logo. <laughs> YouTube channel logo. Um, but no, yeah, we pitched him on it, and he was like, uh, there's this chiptune artist named 6955, so maybe you should... He's like French, right? Yeah, or something, Canadian, I think. Canadian. And he was like, maybe you should change your name. The, the real question we have to ask is, how can we expand our demo? How can we tap into what the kids are into? What is oh, actually, the secret? Speaking of, well, not speaking of that, Actually, I gotta go. Well, not speaking of that, um, I, gotta, oh, yeah, ben, I gotta go. But my friend's here. Ben's gotta head out, but his friend is gonna take over. And he's gonna come in and do the podcast for me. He's he's good. He's pretty funny. Okay, I got to speak right. to him earlier. All right, All right bye, Ben. Totally acceptable. I mean, I won't. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Okay, Ben's gone. So he just had to leave. Yeah, he had to go. Yeah, he he had to leave at like twelve thirty. He has like a. A work thing, but his friend is going to take over. He's on pretty a Sunday. Yeah, on a Sunday, it's weird situation. It's really weird. Yeah, it is weird. But his friend said he'd be here at like twelve thirty one. So, well, that's funny because it's exactly twelve thirty one. Oh well, good. He should precise. be. He should be here any minute. It sounds like he should be here this minute. It's not really <laughs> any minute. It's the minute well. I think. I think this minute by. is falls under the category of any minute, right? Well, I mean, it's it, we're currently living within the minute that he's supposed to arrive. Once it's not, then what he sensed could be goofernal. Let's say I was like, I need anyone to rub my back. And you started (laughs) rubbing my back. I would be like, well, see, that worked. You're using words, but also we're talking about time. And I don't think English can wrap itself around the full discourse of time discussion. So now he's fucking just late. Yeah, he is late. <laughs> he's fucking late. Um, do you think that, uh, like when they yeah, when they talk 100%. about the, when they talk about the philosophy of uh, frisbee golf, do they say, uh, "Let's discuss. Let's. It's time to uh, advance the discourse about this discourse." Do you think when they make uh, when they're at the Frisbee factory, they say, let's have a discourse about the discus. Or it could be the disc, uh, the disc cores, because I feel like there must be some sort of plastic core to the Frisbee. When they say, hey, let's talk about where the beers are, then you say, oh, you mean disc cores? No. Oh, come on in. It's a couple minutes late, but he's here. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. Hello. Nice to meet you. Hi. Uh, what? Hello. Hey. My friend Ben told me this was a good podcast to be on. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that To plug ben, my poetry. Ben, ben lied to you. Oh, your poetry. Yeah, hi. My name is Stefan Newcomb. Oh, hi, oh, Stefan. Hey, Stefan Newcomb. How's it going? It's going very well. Stefan Newcomb, tell us about yourself. Well, I don't want to interrupt whatever conversation you guys had going on. Okay, well, that's that's actually very gracious of you. We were talking about um, uh, about the discourse. The discourse that we're there's a frisbee golf arena opening up down the street. Oh, really nice discourse. I thought you meant no. Okay, yeah. 
Because that would be good, a play on words, because I'm into that as a poet myself. Oh, then you are going to fit right in on this show. Uh, so, Stefan, yes. tell me if this is intruding, mm. but uh, your last name, Yes. do you have any... Uh, this is obviously a, a video game podcast. Oh, then you might know my older cousin. Yeah, what's his name? Duke. Duke Nukem? Oh my. Yes. That's crazy. So I'm, you're Stefan Nukem. Older, younger brother of Duke Nukem. Older, younger brother of Duke Nukem. Yes, that's right. It's, I mean, Duke Nukem's age is kind of a uh, mathematical... He's 40. 40? Years old. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Has he, al- All right. but has he always been 40? Oh, no. He was born 40 years ago. <laughs> I suppose that's true. I uh, can't disagree with that. That's up. Um... Well, well, Stefan Newcomb. You seem pretty I mean, different I, I, from yeah. him. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't grow up together. His oh, his sorry. father is not the same as my father. Oh, okay. But so our mothers like, are similar. You're the younger stepbrother. <laughs> Your mothers are similar. Yes. Huh. Our, we're related through our brother. Who's Hell. wait? You there's a third Nukem brother. Oh, there's six. Oh my god! We'll just rattle off the names rapid fire. Duke, so- Duke Nukem, Stefan Nukem, Carl Nukem, Titania Nukem, Bryant Nukem, and Brian Nukem. <laughs> now tell us about the young ones. Uh, Brian, tell, tell me about Titania. Titania, oh, our sister. She is gorgeous. <laughs> She's the most beautiful <laughs> of all of the Nukem brothers. You know, lots of. There was some controversy recently because she tried to change her name from Titania Newcomb to Ivana Titania Harding, right? <laughs> Wasn't it? Yes. I heard about this. And she hired someone to break someone else's kneecap. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> that's interesting. Was, was it Duke? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was. My I know. I understand Duke. why you wouldn't want to say that. It was. It was. I'm sure, it must have been painful. It was a real mix-up at the Thanksgiving dinner we all have every year. Yeah, all all nine of you, <laughs> both both. Well, no, ten because you have two different dads, two very similar moms. Very similar. Uh, so that's completely four. different dads. Completely different dads. Both <laughs> they're different people with different DNA, and they have very different personalities. Whereas the moms yes. are just. They're, they're both just named different. Susan. That is, Which is also interesting because neither father nor mother is Nukem. Uh, like, you, your brother, Duke, gave you the family name. Yes. Which is interesting. He was named after those baked beans. Oh, gotta get those baked beans. Now, Duke, uh, so he was the one who decided to change the whole family's name. It's actually a stage name, right? That's correct. What was what was the original name? Can you remind me? Leibowitz. Duke Le- Leibowitz? Yes. And Stefan Leibowitz actually rolls off the tongue well. Yes. So how? what did your parents think when your brother told them that he was changing the entire family? <laughs> Not just his, but everyone's. <laughs> they were obviously a little offended at first, but they are trying to make it in this great country, and they thought Newcomb had much more of a powerful vibe it, to it. <laughs> that's their words, right? I didn't realize right? yes. that the, the Newcombs were first-generation immigrants. <laughs> they were. From where? Estonia. Oh, nice. Oh, from Estonia. Well, then... Uh, I would have thought that Blake Blakestone was from Estonia, but <laughs> <laughs> I can... 
Yeah, you, I could see why you I guess that's why that you mistake. changed the name. <laughs> yes, it got too confusing at that point. But this is very not confusing what yes. we have going on right now. Your so current I, family situation makes a lot of sense to me. I don't mean to put you on the spot, Stefan. Of course you do. The, uh, the struggles of first-generation immigrants are widely known, you know, talking about cultural integration and, and what you keep of your original history versus what you take. And it seems that, that Duke Newcomb Leibowitz's solution was to completely abandon his roots and live life as if he had seen nothing but Hollywood movies. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, well, you can imagine growing up in Estonia, our parents very much loved American cinema. I can imagine that, yeah. Uh, I can imagine that. Good. I'm glad you guys were able to suspend your disbelief for a moment and imagine that. Um, And yes, they loved all the good films of Kurt Russell and... Uh, Jack Black. <laughs> there, yeah, I noticed. The two pillars. So I, and not a lot of people pick up on this, but <laughs> there's a lot in your brother's games, and I haven't read any of your poetry. I'm very sorry about that. But in your brother's okay. games, there are a lot of references to Nacho Libre. <laughs> Can you speak on that a little bit? Nacho Libre, you see, one of the... I grew up in a... We all... I mean, our parents, sorry. I like to say I because I like to put myself in the perspective of the other people I'm talking about. That's I really that's how I good, get into their It's empathy, a good empathy technique. Yes. They grew up in a very, very poor village where the local church was actually the only place they could go. But they were also very into wrestling. And oh. you know what? I actually, now that I'm saying this out loud, I think Jack Black stole the plot of that movie from our town. Oh, wow. Which kind of made him sort of a folk hero in a way, like he was championing... Yes, that movie did make him a folk hero. Interesting. But I, I think we also need to point out that your your brother also coped with the challenges of moving to a new country through uh, excessive violence and uh, destruction of public property. Yes. Uh, and uh, I, I think we, we just need to come out and, and say it, uh, fecal sabotage. He does do a little bit of that. Right. Well, me and my brother are very different in that regard. I'm a man of peace, mostly. And he's a man uh, of peace of poop in the toilet that he <laughs> picks up and throws at everyone. He, We still t- ask him about that and don't know why he was so obsessed Seems with like he didn't know why he was doing around. it. There's a line he says. There's like, well, I don't know why. What do you mean a line he says? In, there's a line he says. In what? In, in life? Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> Matt, what do we do? We've never had a fucking video game character on before. Uh, Hold on, let me take off my headphones. I think you guys want to talk about me. Yeah, do that. Okay, now I can't hear you. I'm I'm overwhelmed by the space-time configurations and the repercussions of having a video game character on our podcast. I mean, how do you think this affects our ad revenue? I think our CPMs are going to go up. Yeah, I mean, I think people will want to hear about from a real live video game character on a podcast about video games. I mean, the it just makes sense. So I, I really think we should talk to our advertisers and let them know that this is going to be a big app. All right, well, I'll go get our advertisers. I'll be right back. All right, go get our advertisers. All right. Can I put my headphones back on? Yes, Stefan, you can put your headphones back on. That You wouldn't be able to hear me saying this if you didn't have your headphones on, so I'm just assuming that you put your headphones in and that it all worked out. Okay, I'm going to assume he said I could put my headphones on and put them on right now. Uh, thanks so <laughs> much. Cha-ching! Oh, oh no. 
Hello, you're dressed in a very nice suit. I know. Welcome to... It's me. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's you, the, the CEO of Podcast Advertising. I'm... I'm... The Sales. <laughs> you're Chris Sales? I'm the <laughs> Sales. Yes, the Chris Sales. But you can wow. just call me The Sales. Wow, The Sales. It is a pleasure to meet you. I'm a big fan of many podcasts. Good. <laughs> Chris it's Sales, me. It's an honor to meet you in person. They say I know you, you turned a struggling podcast into hundred airs literally overnight. In it. You remember cereal? Yes, I that do. was me. You were the man behind the cereals. Wow. Well, I, uh, I, I'm wondering why you're here. What kind of ads you can set up for this podcast that I am now a co-host of? Well, I'm getting out of the podcast game. What? And I'm getting into the poetry game. Oh, oh my. Can we do some... Sacre in- bleu. I, I want to do some integrated... Is that what they say in Estonia? I, yes. I want to do some integrated sponsorships in your poems. Oh, wow, my. Wow, you want to do poetry ad buys. You got it. That's amazing. Think of the possibilities. I will. Here's some of the ones that I thought of. I think you already did. That's what. Like, Here's a few yeah, that I, I brought with me. Give me one of your poems. <laughs> the blue line of my sorrow. Pretty good. Now make it about dominoes. <laughs> the blue line of my dominoes. I wait and wait as the pizza tracker fills, watching the days go by, watching the nights become shorter and shorter as I wait the crusty garlic sauce. Hey, kid, you've got the goods. Hang on, I've got to go get someone. I know the perfect person for this. Who? It's the, it's the, it's the editor-in-chief of Pizza Poetry Magazine, and he's going to love your shit. Hang oh, on, my God, I, I can't believe Jacques Chauvelin is coming on this podcast. Ben was right. This is a big break for you. Coming on. Come in. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's me. Please, Chef Ado, <laughs> the, the editor-in-chief. Of the pizza poetry magazine. Can I interest you? I'm sales. Can I talk to you at length about sales? Let's get this over with. I want to introduce my mind waters like a cheesy hoop. <laughs> wow, you really are the editor of the magazine Pizza That's Poetry. What it says on the business. Let me uh, give you my business card here. You take a close look at that. Tell me what it says. Oh, Nick. Nick, what do you think of all this that's happening on the podcast? I left. (laughs) Your business card. I'm sorry. I thought you were still in the room. Nope. (laughs) Uh, Chris Sales, I must question your business card. Why's that? Flash drive. Well. Is that you? I wanted to do my... (laughs) <laughs> business card in Hyper Studio. So I yes. had to get a flash drive with a Hyper Studio installer, a fucking Windows 95 emulator on it, and my presentation. Will this it give me a virus? Needlessly confusing, like the pineapple on wheat crust. I'm surprised that you're taking a stance on that. <laughs> I only use. Hob tops that don't have drives. Hab tops? Hab. 
That is how we say it around the office. Round like a crust of dough. I I would love, you know, I, it's an honor to meet you. I am a poet myself, and I, I do not typically write poems about pizza, but I would love to do one of those classic tant... That is why I'm here. This is not a blazer gathering. This is an evaluation. Oh. Come, feed me your slices of poetry. <laughs> Let us see if you can wet my mind potato. Well, I hope I don't, because that sounds awful. I'm but... going to need you to fill me with your dough. Okay, here I go. Here's I my poem. You cover cheese oh. all over my brain clumps. Are you ready for the poem? One more. Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> I want you to cover me with pepperoni of truth and cook me at 450 degrees of elegance. Wow, I'm actually a little intimidated now. I don't think now I could ever be as you good. You should be. I can make and break poets and break and make pizzas. <laughs> okay. Now, now go. Fill me with your juices of pizza juice. This one is called No Olives. No, no, please continue. My body has an unconscious reaction when I hear a trite title. <laughs> Okay, well, here, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> oh, do you know Mario Luigi? <laughs> I think they know my brother through work. Oh, my. <laughs> I'll be interested in picking that up on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no olives. Here we go. <laughs> I wait and I sit. I think and I feel. The pizza, it is like me. It is round, it is hot, and it is greasy. Now, I think there's a real opportunity for a biz, what I call a business buddy ship. Between dev. A little bit of business dev between you two boys. Here's what I would like to put on the table. And if you want to say like a pizza, uh, you can say that, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, what if, for one month, Every issue of your magazine, which is a monthly publication, <laughs> so one, one issue. issue, every instance of pizza is replaced with Domino's pizza, and that and everything else is the same. No big flashy ads, <laughs> no big, no big, no ads. This issue, just you make every instance of pizza that says Domino's pizza. Will they pay us? Yeah, <laughs> Mister Sales, do yeah. I look like a pineapple pizza to you? Yeah. Do I look like someone who will just hand this out to anyone? No, sir. No, sir. What's it going to take? I don't sell For me to get you on board with, with sales. Me. Sales. Sales off a of soup. This is pizza poetry. I don't see what... And we hold ourselves to a... 
entire class it's true. of reader and advertiser. I read a story of, of Mr. Editor-in-Chief once. He once met with Little Caesar himself to orchestrate a deal, and when Little Caesar did not shake his hand at the end, he burned him down. You were the one who burned down Little Caesar's house? <laughs> Rome was burned. He could get the upper hand, but I always get the $5 deal. The last words he said were, et tu, pizza? Ah, uh, well, mamma mia. Sounds like he was hot, but not ready. <laughs> That's right. I only do business with true garçons, like Monsieur... John's. L- Mr. John. L- oh, I, oh, I have to go. My, I think there's someone else here. Oh, boy. Come in. This is Hi, it's me, Mr. John's. Papa John's? Yes. Oh. Papa John Slater oh. here. I fucking love three things. One, cheap pizza. Two, Peyton Manning. Three, football. Oh, monsieur. It is me, your dear friend. Oh. And, and pizza ally. I don't know that name. Maybe you're thinking of someone else? How could this be? Don't you remember me, Jeans? We crafted so many a fine pizza tale. Oh, you're that French weirdo. Yeah. See, I'm not really a big fan of you liberal types. I like three things. Fucking getting swole... Garlic dipping sauce. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Budget cheese. Budget Wipe my pizza on the floor. Yes. Who's this oh. guy over here in the in that money suit? It's me. Hold on. I'm going to turn my suit inside out. And now it's Whoa. covered in question marks. I'm the guy <laughs> from the fucking commercials now. Oh, the guy from the, the Riddler. The, <laughs> the Riddler. <laughs> I want to get government money money from from the bat, (laughs) the Batman. I love three things: one, government money; two, government cheese; government cheese; three, ice to meet you, guy. Guys, I gotta go. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I must take my uh, seaplane. I'm off to Pizza Land. So we just, we didn't get any, so nothing happened. We I've got a golf course in my house. I don't need this. One of the things you learn about business, Christopher Sales, <laughs> is that it's fickle and fleeting. Uh, like the cheese bread. Because it's, it's hard to reheat cheese bread, right? Exactamundo. <laughs> uh, that classic wow. French saying, exactamundo. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't speak French. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.